Hello, welcome back to the Pokemon Podcast. I I just I said the Pokemon Podcast. I don't like I feel like that should be trademarked. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like there's at least probably somebody out there who's made the Pokemon Podcast. Uh, we're the ASAP Weekly Pokemon Podcast. We are you know? a Pokemon Podcast. But we do have the SEO on that at least, you know? Yeah. Well if someone puts the Pokemon Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Welcome everyone to a Pokemon Podcast, our Pokemon Podcast. <laughs> Yeah, and speaking of our Pokemon podcast, uh, we we've been twenty twenty one was our our first year kind of running this, um, and if it's it's almost been a full year, isn't that wild? I honestly can't believe it. I I feel like time flies and also takes forever to pass somehow both simultaneously. I, I think that's the case. I like I, especially with this podcast. Like, I feel like I asked you like three months ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. To start the show, and it's. I think. I think when we're recording now, it's actually been like ten or eleven months. Um, uh, yeah. Like sometimes <laughs> friends will ask me, "Oh yeah, you've mentioned you have a podcast." And it's like, "Oh yeah, I have this uh, Pokemon podcast." We've only really gotten started. We only have like three seasons worth of Game of Thrones worth of episodes. We have nineteen episodes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> This is episode 19. Um, I'm going to mention this really quickly off the bat because I feel like some people. So I did a thing where I posted like two shows in like two days from each other. Um, and we had the the Christmas special, but it was like two days right after our list special. Literally what our show has been building up to. Uh, so if you missed it, because I guarantee I guarantee some people missed it. Uh, go listen to our to our list. So that's where we ranked uh you know ranked all the games that we've been reviewing so far so go listen to that episode because uh yeah i did not expect to get where we got with that one (laughs) yeah no there were some uh i i kind of stayed firm in my list i made some adjustments but uh uh you and tristan really uh had some surprising entries yeah i think i think it's just i think i i almost manipulated the results a little bit in the sense that i gave some characteristics like that I'm looking at and the ones that I chose like for me were important for for some of the lists um made the choice really different than I expected uh especially on the remake list I feel like the remake list uh definitely pushed I I mean like what was like almost the freshest or like newest content or the most kind of added to the game that kind of skewed it because sometimes I'd be like you know I feel like Ultra Moon did get a good rap, but like if I take the game as a whole, not well, just its remake part of it, you know. <laughs> well, let's not give uh, our listeners any spoilers if they haven't seen the episode. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, that's a that's a hint for one of them. There you go. But there's <laughs> lots of lists, so you can you can enjoy seeing what we chose for all of them. Um, and and yeah, I think I think I just wanted to mention it here because I feel like that that episode needs some love. Um, yeah, so I guess right off the bat, before this can kind of be a recap of 2021 when it comes to Pokemon, um, when it comes maybe a little bit to our podcast, I'm sure you're hearing here. Uh, but I want to also uh, make mention of our schedule kind of going forward. So I'll, I'll throw a link in here as well to our website uh, if you want to take a look at our schedule. I think I have it planned to May, or at least the poster has till May. Um, and the way it's going to kind of work, we're hoping to have two episodes come out in January, two episodes in February. Um, and then in March, we're going to kind of transition a little bit into a once a month format. Um, this is just because I think we've, we've kind of already had a once a month format, uh, but there's a lot of things happening. So uh, the point is, look at the schedule there. It'll give you all the things to look forward to what our next episodes will be on um, to give you a quick preview 
so the episode after this will be on Orange Islands. We're going to watch a couple episodes, um, and that's going to lead into one anime that did not reflect in the games. I mean, yes, I guess but technically we the would. Sevi Islands, but <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. I'm sure, and then we're going to go right into that game. Uh, I, I believe it's Fire Red and Leaf Green. We'll go right oh, into I'm after. looking forward so, to that. So it'll be a nice kind of transition from Orange Islands to that. Uh, and yeah, then we're going to go through all the, what I like to call the ultimate versions of the game. I think one of the things that I like I look forward to is if any of the games that we've mentioned on our previous lists um, stack up or even beat some of these remake games. Because, I mean, like, apart from maybe, like, you know, certain mechanics that people don't like, like, the, the remakes of the games tend to be a lot better than the original versions. Just because it's yeah. the original version, but better, you know? <laughs> they, they really tend to add a lot of stuff in. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll get into this when we go into the remakes. But um, they really come across as, like, capturing the essence of what they're uh, remaking. And really, like, elevating it. In a lot of cases. Some people would argue... Um, in cases and i'm sure we'll get into when we get into like uh alpha sapphire and omega ruby and shining diamond and or i i always forget the appellations for diamond for the diamond and pearl remakes but um some people will have uh issues with those ones but i think for the most part the remakes tend to really elevate the core experience Mm -hmm. and uh there's some really interesting things you can do with that, which I think we'll get into when we get to those episodes. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think, I think that's going to be the, uh, the big thing that we're going to be on the lookout for. Um, I think as well, I mean, I just, I just feel like there's kind of this weird thing. I mean, you'll see this when we take a look at the year. Um, but in some, like, I know there's like big announcements, but in some ways it's, it's kind of felt like 2021 was actually quite a quiet year relatively to the mainline games, right? Um, I mean, I think that was pretty much a pretty general thing uh, across uh, gaming. Mm-hmm. I know this is a recap episode, so dating ourselves isn't uh, um, much of a concern. But, uh, you know, 2020, a lot of things still finished relatively on time despite uh, the pandemic um in 2021 though you had a lot of things that were really pushed back that's why like the first three months of 2022 are just utterly stacked for gaming (laughs) yeah it kind of feels that way um and yeah we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that i think we can maybe at this point start getting into a recap of the year that was um if there's any things there's not there's not too many things but i do want to mention kind of the big uh the big things that were announced um i think maybe the first thing we can mention is the announcements of pokemon arceus and pokemon diamond uh pearl um and what i kind of want to talk about a little bit is has your kind of anticipation or um what you initially thought with these announcements kind of changed over time like when you're when it comes to looking forward to the game yes i think i think it'd be good if we split arceus and diamond and pearl yeah let's start with diamond and pearl because i know, I know diamond and pearl i started very very excited uh mm-hmm. just because um i don't know if anyone listening has ever listened to this podcast i really like diamond and pearl <laughs> <laughs> um 
And uh, so I would actually say my anticipation for that game didn't change all that much because I just started very excited. I was very excited to get it. I've really enjoyed my time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I understand I, I understand at the same time why a lot of people are disappointed with it because, you know, we, we talked about it in the episode where we discussed our initial uh, stuff because I really just wanted Diamond and Pearl playable on my Switch and I got Diamond and Pearl playable on my Switch and that made me happy. <laughs> like the happiest thing about the game for me is I can save in two seconds and like that's all I needed. Yeah, it, uh, it could have been literally the same game on Switch, and you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I can save. <laughs> I don't take three hundred years to save. Perfect game, ten out of ten. But uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not so like blind in my adoration of Diamond and Pearl that I can't say like, okay, I see why people are upset at these. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was always like on board with the art style because it just looked like a better diamond and pearl to me and um yeah no i i think for diamond and pearl my interest stayed pretty pretty level but level at like a high point what what about you um i think for me there's something interesting that happened is i i've played i played a little bit of of the game obviously uh from the episode we 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 started playing it um and there's kind of weird thing that happened in the middle because unfortunately even if even if i you know beat diamond like a long time ago and stuff like i've been watching a lot of nuzlocks recently <laughs> actually um and so it's just i know the game kind of inside and out even though i haven't been at this point not, not that you, i i guess that's not the the, the point that i want to stick on but um i think to me the original hype of it kind of being there um I think I like the game. I, I don't think it necessarily lived up to the hype that I was expecting. And I think there's That's two fair. reasons Two there's really two reasons for this. Um, one, I, I, like I said, I don't have the nostalgia factor for it. I think that that definitely helps a lot. Um, two, it, to me, it feels like, okay, this is totally a great game. If I just want to relax and, and chill. Um, and if I need a Pokemon game, like this is my, um, what's it called? uh what's animal crossing or whatever right like that that's kind of what the game feels like to me um and that's really good that means if i'm in that mood i can play it but i haven't had really had that that drive or the desire to play it right unlike sword and shield which i actually you know there's a lot of problems with that game um but when i played it i pretty much beat it you know um or most of it right i played through most of it uh and then i think i finished it right before the expansions came out and then i enjoyed yeah. the expansions no that's so, fair it with that game at least it was new in some ways right there's a lot more you know there's some things i had problem with with that game like i think it dragged and i think there's a lot of problems with that game but i think it was new right while with this one i definitely have a feeling for what the story is it's not that i don't like the story it's i'm when i'm going to the it's just to play a couple things but i'm not like so intrigued to really 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 want to jump into it um and i think I think that's, I guess that's the point, right? Like, I think if you haven't played Platinum forever or you've never played Platinum and you have no idea what is going on with Platinum, I think that's a, this is a great game. It's it's definitely the art style works. Yeah. I think for me. But I, th- yeah. I think, mm-hmm. I think part of the reason why um, I didn't have a problem with the way it was presented 
is mm. if you look at the past remakes, and I think this is a since we're going to be going into them through the year, this is a good way to uh, discuss them. Uh, they're really, really, it's about like taking an old game and bringing it into the current generation of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So with uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green, it was bringing uh, the first generation into Ruby and Sapphire style. Um, with Heart Gold Soul Silver, it was bringing it into uh, the kind of a mix between Diamond and Pearl and Black and White style. Um, and you know, Ultra not Ultra. Um, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby was really bringing it into the X and Y style. But I really don't like Sword and Shield, so I'm really glad we didn't get Diamond and Pearl in the Sword and Shield style. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you, you like, I mean, we've talked about it. I think I do prefer the top down. Um, I just think it has to be a new game. Actually, my alternative to that, and I'll, I'll, I'll maintain this, and I'm sure, I'm sure this will be brought up in one of our future episodes. Um, I, to this day, I still I still rate uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee as the best art style, I think. Uh, I mean, that's fair. Me, it was the cleanest. but It is a um, very clean art style. I will, I will yeah. give you that. Uh, regardless, um, uh, yeah, I think I think um, in general, it's not it's not that it's a bad game, but um, I think I think it kind of depends where you're coming from it. Like in, in some ways this might be a good time to maybe transition to Arceus, the other big game that was announced in 2021. Um, Arceus, my anticipation... I have a much more interesting uh, mm-hmm. opinion graph. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a bit of a sine wave going on. Uh, for those mm-hmm. who don't know uh, math term, sine wave is just, you go, it goes up and down and up and down equal measure over a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, cause like when it first was unveiled, it looked rough. I know people, I know a lot of people were very excited when they first saw it because it is undoubtedly like a new thing for Pokemon, which is exciting. But the first trailer looked really rough. <laughs> the yeah, they, yeah, second dude. trailer looked a lot better. And then the third trailer looked really rough and the fourth trailer looked a lot better. So like, I've just been kind of oscillating here. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, this looks really, uh, this I I'm, I hope they can pull it together. Oh, it looks like they're pulling it together. Uh, maybe that last one was a fluke, but okay. This new one looks really good. And it's just, I don't know what to make of the game at this point. Um, I really I, just need to play it. Yeah, I think so too. I'm excited for it. I will say, I think, I think, relative to its first reception at this point, everyone's kind of like, "Oh no, I'm actually excited to see what they do with this." Um, Monster Hunter Pokemon is kind of where everyone's, you know, hoping. <laughs> at I least. mean, like, it's actually kind of surprising. Uh, sorry, it's actually kind of not surprising that they went a bit of into a Monster Hunter direction because uh, when you play uh, Monster Hunter stories. You can see where a lot of Sword and Shield's ideas in the wild area came from. Mm-hmm. Like the dens are very much like um, the dens in Monster Hunter stories. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I mean, yeah, I, and I think 
I think the hope is, is that it will feel kind of like Pokemon, but not like Pokemon at all, right? With this yeah. particular game. And it's a weird thing because like I think we're gonna see these Pokemon Legends be like its own genre. I don't know if they're gonna call it Pokemon Legends. I but feel like they're probably gonna call it Pokemon Legends. I wouldn't be surprised if we have Pokemon Legends Arceus, and if it's successful, Pokemon Legends Rayquaza. And I'm down for it. Like, I'm totally down to get essentially take all the worlds and be like, there's no civilization, you know, or or really throw you in the loop and be like, it is the future <laughs> year 4000 <laughs> the year 4000. Everyone has laser swords and ray guns and rides Magikarp. You know, 100% if this is successful or like <laughs> all of a sudden there's going to be a season where it's just like Pokemon are evil are like it's literally just Monster Hunter. Like you're you're just fighting giant Pokemon, but you have a sword, you know, and you have a bow and arrow, right? something like that. Um, or, by the way, or, if anyone has a futuristic noticed, crime drama where we're trying to take down the Squirtle squad. Oh, I love that. I love everything about that. Um, if anyone hasn't 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 noticed, I've, I've been on a Lord of the Rings kick um, <laughs> recently. So swords and bow and arrows, they're back in for me. Watching all the extended editions. Uh, but enough about me. Um, what I will say is, this is a game that I am looking forward to. I don't know if it'll be good, but it'll definitely be different. And I think I'm, I'm definitely very intrigued to see it. Um, a Pokemon game that feels kind of different from a regular Pokemon game. Uh, and I'm hoping I can just get into it. And I think I think this is a big thing with all these new games. I think that we've kind of been realizing is like with all these get big games, when you're kind of like a month in, you you can't really take a break. If that makes sense, like I yeah. kind of feel like like if you want to beat the game, you got it. Like it has to be your game for the next like two or three weeks up to like a month or two, right? Um, if if you kind of if at any point you stop, it's kind of really hard to get back into the games. But it could be the part I am in my life right now where <laughs> it's like oh. No longer as interested, you know. Oh, uh, I've got in, to take care. Story. Of, I've got to take care of my house now. I've got a job. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the house is a mess. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I think overall, this is the game that most intrigues us for 2021. Um, and it, 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 I think for most people are where you're at, where they they saw the first trailer, they're like, "This is gonna be terrible." They saw the next one, I'm like, "Okay, this is interesting." And and I think anticipation is building, but I think it's like a cautious anticipation. Yeah, you know? like it could be really good. It could really not be good. I have no idea. But it's very interesting because the Game Freak is not exactly known for risk taking in Pokemon. And this I think, is a, like, do you think they're just bored? <laughs> they're like, we've been doing oh, this. Abso- no, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they are. Uh, but you just don't like stop making games for the most profitable media franchise on the planet. I just feel like Game Freak has been whipped, you know what I mean, for like 20 years now by the Pokemon company. Yeah, I... Th- <laughs> by Nintendo, I mean. Well, I mean, Game Freak owns a third of the Pokemon company. Um, yeah, I guess you can't complain, but it's like the fact that they kind of feel like this eternal contract, like release games every two years, you know? Yeah, no. I, I mean, I don't envy their position. And if they want do envy their position. Huh? <laughs> You envy the position of the guy at the top. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'll, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say, oh, I don't envy the position of that corporate executive. He has to sit behind a desk and gets paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah, you don't envy miserable. it because you, you, you do that for a year or two and then you're like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I made my money. <laughs> Especially if you like stock options or something. You know, you're, you're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I feel for the developers because that is an incredibly hard. 
hard environment. We don't get a lot of stories out of Game Freak, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a lot of software crunch. Crunch time must be awful. Awful. Um, Absolutely awful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I think I might have mentioned on this podcast before I work in software. And uh, crunch is something you always need to look out for. Yeah, especially um, when you're working for a company. And like, this is the tough thing. It's like literally people who like stop working there, there's someone to replace them because they're like, yes, I'll work for Pokemon. Yeah. You know, like it, it's it's such a big franchise that I think literally they can have rollover every year of like hundreds. Yeah, that's not employees. good for software. Yeah, yeah, because then, then people are just like, yeah, I'm not going to give you competitive you know, salary. Well, no, no, not even that. It's just uh, you spend... And the average person in like a software position takes four months, five months to really like start producing more than the time it's taking to train them takes away from production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So if you're if you're having like yearly turnover, that's really not good. It's also, you know, that that Japanese culture where I'm sure it's like work twelve, thirteen hours a day. Yeah, it's can't totally go home until you know. your boss goes home repeat ad infinitum and through the entire corporate hierarchy i'm just thinking like what's that one company where you have like the boss who's like very very skilled but also lazy you know (laughs) he's just like yeah i'm going home it's 3 p.m guys go home we're good (laughs) (laughs) gets there at 10 goes home at three just like no lunch but like let's do five hours to call it a day you know (laughs) i mean like my Um, my job's super conscientious about uh crunch mm -hmm. um they just they're just like no just go home you know if it if it's not done after eight hours do it the next day which i'll never stop appreciating no that's that's amazing that's awesome i mean it makes sense too like you guys you guys can bring yourselves out um and especially if you're working from home now yeah i mean i guess this is a bit of a tangent but uh crunch is crunch is interesting because it's not it's not solely often mandated by the management Mm-hmm. A lot of it is not stopped by the management, if that makes sense. Yeah, essentially, you need the management to be like, "Yeah, stop working on this." You yeah, know what I mean? it's because very because you'll feel the pressure to yourself. And that's not to say that like it's all masochistic developers um, who can't take care of themselves or anything like that. Don't get me wrong; a lot of it is mandated by management. Um. But when it's not, it might be you're on a team and like everyone's waiting for this one thing to be done, right? Yeah, you're on a team, everyone's waiting for it to be done. You've just been sitting in a chair all day, you know, you're just waiting for builds to finish. You can wait another two hours to wait for this build, make sure, oh, well, there was something wrong, so I'll just fix this bug and I might as well run the build again. I'm still here, so I'm just sitting in a chair, I'm not really doing any real work. And then it's 9 p.m. Yeah, be be happy that you can take that day and make it a little more casual. Um, okay, I think what we can move on now a little bit uh, to the other two games that I I tried one of them. I didn't try the other, so I'll try the one. We'll go with the one that I didn't try. The Pokemon Snap remake. Did you did you have anyone buy this? I think I had a couple friends buy it, and they had a lot of fun with it. That's um, good. I just um. <sighs> I forget what was it's, going on. I just had a lot of other stuff happen. Well, at that time. I'm going to be honest with Pokemon Snap. Like you might have loved the original, but you could also like feel. I don't know. I feel like some people. It's like the original so wonky and great because it's like it's, it's Nintendo 64, right? Yeah, it, it's weird because <laughs> like I loved Pokemon. I had a Nintendo 64. I never got Pokemon Snap. 
Um, it was yeah. just always this like cultural phenomenon I heard about in the past tense. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because like you know, I didn't, I wasn't integrated in any greater gamer culture. I wasn't reading magazines. I wasn't. I was like six years old. Uh, <laughs> so my ex- my experience with like a new Pokemon game coming out was you showing up to the uh, playground with a Game Boy Advance. Um, yeah. Wait, you, you, I, you keep throwing this out on me, okay? Look, it's a very <laughs> fundamental part of my the my early childhood of Pokemon. It's it's so funny because, like, historically, like, I think back and I remember you knew all the things. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, but the, that about, all happens after that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's kind of crazy how that how that happened. I should have bought the the Game Boy Advance SP though. That that was that was a rookie. Mistake. Yeah, no, that was a rookie mistake on my part too. I'm just like, I have big hands, so I will take the wider thing. And then it's just like, oh god, I have to like light it by street lamp at night. And I think just charging. It wasn't even the street lamp. Oh, that's chart. Well. I, I couldn't play. I couldn't play in in cars anyway. So ah, fair. Um, I I I kind of there would always be a light I could play it. Okay. Um, but yeah, Pokemon Snap. I think I remember distinctly one experience somewhere in my in my past where I saw someone playing Pokemon Snap. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. This isn't Pokemon. Why are you just taking pictures? So there, <laughs> there's my seven year old review of Pokemon Snap. Uh. Me, what well, me as a seven year old thought, but I, I think I think the idea is cool and, and fun, and, and I saw a bunch of people having fun with it. Um, although I, it kind of feels very arbitrary how they <laughs> how they how they uh, give you ranks or stars for the pictures sometimes. Yeah, uh, but uh, I I think it's it's something I want to pick up at some point. I just never got a chance to. There's been a lot of stuff. Like even with this being like a slow year for gaming, like there's been a lot of stuff. No, for sure. Um, another big one was Pokemon Unite. I did actually try this. Um, I had a lot of fun with Pokemon Unite, the couple of games that I tried. Uh, I think ultimately I stopped because I wasn't too into learning a whole new MOBA. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you don't want to like hit the... It's like I really enjoyed it till they hit the threshold of, oh no, I'm actually going to have to get good at this now if I want to keep playing. <laughs> it like started to hit that threshold. I'm like, I don't want to get good at another game. Uh, but but I think I enjoyed it. Um one big thing too is i believe it's 10 cent right um which uh which is the producers and i do not like that company because it feels like they're seeping into every other game uh, yeah it's kind of this yeah well they're i just mean to be fair like a like, wider investment company that's true um, that's true yeah i'm not going to dwell on it because i don't want to get any i don't want to get too political on my pokemon podcast <laughs> I, I think I think from what I I mean, let, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. I, I think there I definitely am wary of companies that, that seem to be having a stake in everything. Yeah. Um, uh, to be fair, it's like, oh, no, my Nintendo company <laughs> <laughs> isn't doing only. Yeah. What what is my bias? You know uh, that that I'm like, I want my corporate built trillionaires to, <laughs> to be to be to be I like uh, my corporate Nintendo. trillionaires to have a 5% stake from uh Montenegrin uh, princes that's the right way to have a company run <laughs> I I prefer uh yeah th- these uh way too rich for their own good people over these way too rich for their own good people um regardless I think it's a fun game uh from what I heard it very much became pay to win halfway through like some of the better characters and stuff which is you know i i i'm someone who played hearthstone i i get it it's it's good and bad 
like ultimately if you actually really enjoy those games at some point you'll just be like okay i'll pay the 200 bucks or whatever um, yeah it's it's kind of you know i i like the, here's the reality i think i'm at a point now where it's like i don't want to grind 500 hours to get this using free to play i'll i'll just pay the money you know <laughs> like, i mean that's what they want right? like they make it so that uh you have to grind 500 hours when previously you would have to grind for, grind for like five yeah i do like when they at least make it possible though like the idea is like if you really love this game then you know like 500 hours in a year that's a lot that's like two hours a day right like somewhat right two or one or two hours a day but if you really enjoy it like i i don't think that's the end of the world um, yeah but that's the other thing right it's like if you really enjoy it then you'll be like oh, i'll th- i'll throw some money at it you know so <laughs> so there you go there there's your predicament regardless uh i think it's a fine game um i don't particularly have too much i mean the big thing is too a bunch of league of legends players like expert league of legends players just went to it and you're like well uh so much for me uh playing this game. <laughs> uh yeah so so regardless uh, i think it was cool it's cool to have like some of these uh, big games so we had kind of four of these big games that came out in 2021 um i wonder and, yeah, if we're going to i want i'm i'm guessing arceus is going to fill our mainline pokemon game for this year but i wonder if there's going to be like a november announcement or something yeah, I imagine there'll be something for November. Um uh, I yeah, I, I think really it's just Arceus. Oh, I want to also mention that since this uh this is also here, um the the what's it called? Uh Pokemon Go is five years old. So there's some updates coming for that oh, game. Oh, so jeez. I, I can't believe it. Yeah, it would be five years Isn't that years wild? Now. But I, I think, to be fair, I think a lot of people played a whole bunch and then just stopped. So, like, to them, it's like, oh, it's only been out for two years because I played it for two years, right? But <laughs> then it's been out another three. You just haven't been playing since then, right? Yeah, I'll probably be. I'll probably go back to it at some point. It's just, uh, um, you don't really go out walking that much these days. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to throw some rumors here. Um uh essentially the there is some rumors of the main, main series game but this kind of happens every year so i don't i don't know um uh yeah but i like a november release just makes sense to me like another november release um yeah i mean perhaps yeah are they doing an are, are they doing anime in pokemon arceus that's my question I don't think they would. Well, that's what As I it up. <laughs> that's what I'm checking. Oh, they have an anime special. Uh, okay, they'll probably just do one, one or two episodes. Okay, then. so that tells me that Arceus is not taking up our mainline series slot. No, I don't think so. I, I think it's tough because I, I kind of think you need a new region every time. Yeah, well, if you go back in time in Sinnoh far enough, it's basically a new region. <laughs> I guess. Oh yeah, I guess it'll be new, like the new version of the Pokemon stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so I um, guess. So I guess mm-hmm. if they're not continuing the anime, then I would expect a new uh, mainline series announcement this year. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what we're gonna look out for for twenty twenty two. Okay. So, oh, oh, do you have something you want to mention? I, if you don't mind, a small little tangent discussion. Yes. On- yes. So let's say we have a new, um, let's say we have a new mainline series. What would you think 
would you be looking for this year? I I think I think the I think the predictability has to go out the window. Okay. Um I I'm kind of it's it's I'm like for me personally, okay, for my own personal interests, I'm kind of done with the eight gym badges and then and then there's the uh the elite four. Like I don't want to know that already going in if that makes sense, right? Yeah, that's like right. I want you can still have gym badges, you can still have some kind of league, but I don't really want to know it. You know what I mean? I want to I want to focus story and I want things I I want a map, honestly a map that's clouded out and only appears as you walk through it. Uh I think that helps. Mm, yeah, that um, just so I don't idea. know where it's going. So yeah, those are two big things that, that I'm kind of looking for because I think I think like when I looked at, po- I mean, Pokemon Sword and Shield was the worst at this, but you like literally looked at the map. I'm like, oh, so this is how we're going. <laughs> like you already knew the path you're going. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Um, what I would probably be looking for is actually quite different. Um, in that I kind of want a more traditional top-down Pokemon experience but also i do want that too but mm -hmm. i i do agree with a lot of your points i don't want hmm i don't mind there being like gym badges because i do like gyms like mini dungeon uh Mm -hmm. tests kind of um i just don't want them to be handled like sword and shield where it was just like the story for the first 90% of the game was you just doing the gym challenge. I, I think that's a big point. Like the gyms should feel, everyone should feel different and special if you're going to do Yeah. That. They should all, and feel, they should tie in somehow, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like it's fine for them to tie in with the story, but they shouldn't be like the plot that you are locked into. Cause like so many, so many times in sword shield, they're like, Oh, an exciting thing's happening at the power plant. Well, I better get down there. Uh, you kids have fun with your gym challenge. I'm gonna go with the most the realistic main plot. Pokemon yet. <laughs> <laughs> let the adults handle it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you let the adults handle it, and then they throw a Pokeball at the legendary Pokemon and are give the shocked Pikachu face when it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> at full health, too, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Didn't you no, listen to the old man with the Caterpies? <laughs> You gotta weaken the Pokemon first, man. All those adults need to need to go back to the basics. No um, wonder they keep telling us to go to trainer school because they need to go to <laughs> trainer school. It's like it's it's the one person that's in charge of like making the trainer school, just like slightly nudging the people who made the plot. You know, <laughs> just, just oh my them. god, I can't believe that! Uh, I can't believe the champion is funded by big trainer school. All right, I, I I will say as well, uh, the one thing that I'd love to start thinking about, I mean, I, I've mentioned these ideas before, but I like re-mentioning them, um, that the, uh, I'd like to see maybe something to do where you're a gym leader or something related to like being a gym leader, because I think that's really cool, the idea of going out and catching all the same type and having to like battle people. That, that would way. be really cool. And that that doesn't even have to be a gym leader. It could be like a regular thing, but it's just like, this is like let's just say you go to the water gym right but they actually make it like oh no you have to catch like the water pokemon here's like a bunch of water pokemon in this area catch them and you have to fight with water pokemon in the water gym you know like stuff like that i think is interesting to me kind of putting some kind of like soft limit 
um, and, and including Pokemon. So that way they're like you, you actually make some cool things for every single gym to like prepare. It's not just, you know, super big boss Pokemon beats everyone. Right? <laughs> like I train and then I lose a couple times, but I'll beat the beat it eventually. Like I kind of feel that. Um, perhaps sending actually like a, a level limit before you fight the boss, like your Pokemon like are cut down to you know ten, twenty, thirty or something like that, like for yeah. every gym. So stuff like I, that. I I'm would like to see more ideas. difficulty mm-hmm. options because they're not that hard to implement. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny where like if I'm playing a Pokemon game and then I get to like, well, actually, this is a big thing that I've, I'll talk about this after. But I, when I'm playing a Pokemon game and then it's like. I'm kind of bored and then I get to like gym five and for a reason I can't beat that gym. And now it's all of a sudden I'm having fun again. Yeah. <laughs> it's some difficulty. I like, you know, just add difficulty options that like you can have, you can make it so that like trainers give you half as much money and they have five additional levels on their. Pokemon. Yeah. Something like that. No, no that's great. I, I will say Pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl. My, uh, when I talked about it with our friends from the gaming together podcast, um, they like their first impression was that it felt like the level was really easy, but it turns out that brilliant diamond is kind of one of the hardest nuzlocks. And it's because it's kind of easier early, but then apparently like once you hit <laughs> once you hit the leaf four, it's just like insanely hard, which I kind of like, which yeah, actually I mean, kind of makes me excited. for you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it's another big thing. And then like, I think at some point, like if you beat the game, implementing a Nuzlocke feature that's within the games themselves would be really, really cool. I, I would, now I would say like, <laughs> I'd say coding it in at this point should be a thing they do because it's such a long running, like well-known part of the community. Yeah. Yeah. And like Pokemon tournaments from like the start screen, like an internet, you know what I mean? Like where you can just go in game. Yeah. I mean, th- these are all, all f- further fetched ideas, but, but um, like you go in game, it says register for our January tournament. Right. And then yeah. you, you literally, as long as you're inter- connected to internet, you know, the dates and everything's there. You kind of dial things back. Um, yeah. <laughs> because unfortunately, while that does sound great, I don't think that's going to happen. Unfortunately. No, no, I don't either. Um, I would love to see them change starters because mm-hmm. I feel like they're kind of running out of fire, water, grass. Mm-hmm. So I can't think of another triangle off the top of my head, but I'm sure it exists. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, like psychic fighting <laughs> psychic fighting dark or something like that i'm not um, sure but like the fighting could beat the dark zone yeah you could i you could totally do that i think the the thing is like you also need to make it cute right like yeah I, whatever you want your starter has to be cute that's a pokemon you rule. can make <laughs> a cute dark type pokemon you you could you could umbreon sure. exists it's not hard fair fair enough <laughs> okay i think with all that i think i'm gonna now move to our last segment for today um and uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a recap of Pokemon from 2021. Some things we want to see in 2022. Um, what we're gonna also now, I kind of want to take a look because I want to see your reactions. Uh, I'm gonna give you our own 2021 recap when it comes to some of the analytics, crunching the numbers from our podcast. Now, I'm not gonna give you specific numbers, but I'm gonna give you some ranks because I think it's interesting, or like countries and stuff. Okay? Sure. Uh, so the first one is our top three episodes. So I want you to try to guess. Which and I'll I'll tell you right now they're they're from our our mainline <laughs> games okay. right they're from our mainline games 
so it's not it's not it's not any of the episodes that are um what's it called uh you know side games or or us just discussing it's it's something it's it, you have to choose essentially the game okay <gasps> top three okay um i'm not going to order them because i'm just going to pick three episodes i think might yeah, be there for sure mm-hmm. uh black and white story okay um red uh red and blue and first sword and shield okay so i'll tell you right now black and white and like these are all relatively close like they're not they're not giant gaps between all of these red and blue though is is kind of in the middle end uh black and white's a little bit above it okay sword and shield our first sword and shield you're correct is number two to our listened okay. listened episodes so that's the only one that you kind of got in that top three um yeah uh so it's interesting because it's not the revisit when we've had a lot more it was one of the earlier episodes to be fair i think this might have been it was one of the our... earlier episodes and like sword and shield was still like a thing it okay here's so here's the truth it's our second episode um, and I think remember our first episode was the Pokemon 25th anniversary show, which is kind of an in, our intro episode anyway. Right. So it's kind of like the first real episode. So it kind of has that. I think a lot of people will go and listen to it. If yeah, like they listen makes to sense. Some of our newer episodes. So I think, I think all that makes sense. Okay. Number three, because that was number two. Number three was Pokemon gold and silver. Okay. Okay. And number one was our first Pokemon diamond and pearl episode. I mean, I just bring the diamond and pearl uh, loving people with my wonderful dialogue on how great diamond and pearl are. <laughs> well, I, I'll just give you another tidbit. Our our fourth, right? Our fourth episode is the sh- brilliant diamond shining pearl first look. Is that crazy? I'm so very happy that our listeners have great taste in Pokemon games. I mean, I, like, okay, so I have a theory. I have a theory on this one. I think... I think the 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 shining. Remember, this is one of our most recent episodes, right? This is just a month ago, yeah. uh, and it's already fourth, right? I think a lot of people are kind of after playing the game, might be looking into into it. So it might be some new listeners in that one. And then I think they went back to our original one after. That's that's my theory. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Well I, I am being a bit facetious. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, it, it is a good sign, and, and I imagine. I'm curious if there's people who listen to the the first Diamond and Pearl before they listen to the Brilliant Diamond uh, Shining Pearl one. Yeah, that, that's like the first one they listen to. Uh, but like, but they just discover the podcast. That'd be quite interesting. Um, I imagine once we throw up Arceus, you know, it'll probably also contend there. Just yeah, I think new, I think we have to give that new game bump for sure. Oh, absolutely. All right, so this is this is my most interesting one. So it's just gonna be the percent breakdown per country. Okay. Um, and the way we're going to do it is I'm going to give you the percent, like starting from the most, uh, and you're going to guess which country. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Um, and since, since, you know, since we started our show in, uh, I think February of, of 2021, this is all 2021. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2021 recap. Uh, okay. So the highest amount of downloads, all right, the percentage total. So this is for all our episodes, by the way, not a specific yeah. episode. 76.61% from this country. The US. The US destroying any other country. So most of our listeners in the US 
uh, over three fourths, over seventy five percent. Yeah, I, I figured that was. I was like, it's probably going to be the uh, English speaking country with three hundred million people directly south of us. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so there you go. At number two, dropping ridiculously. Okay, <laughs> so from that one, at four point two nine percent. What do you think it is? Canada. It is not India. Nope. Uh, I, I you're just giving hint. I I I told you there was the in your listeners. Yeah, the, yeah. The you've you've mentioned them a lot, so I'm just like, it has to be the UK. Yeah. It's the UK. UK at four point okay. two nine. Number three at three point six five percent. I mean, I'm just going to say Canada. Then I'm going to say yeah, India. it's Canada. It's Canada. It's Canada. Okay. Okay, the next one I'm I'm so number four tied the exact same amount of downloads as Canada. It is a country in Europe. Okay, at three point six five percent. What do you think it is? Germany. It is Germany. So Canada and Germany tied for a third. Um, at three point two two percent, a country in South America. Brazil. It is Brazil. There you go. And now at two point three six. This is the part where I flex my like. <laughs> geography knowledge yeah uh, i've already dropped point... the montenegrin prince uh <laughs> tidbit earlier at 2.36 percent, i'm gonna give you this one this is india so it, uh, okay, it comes there in, we are uh number six is that that's wild so <laughs> let, let, let's just recap so for, from our listeners number th- tied for third like third fourth germany the next Brazil, the next India. I think that's wild. Yeah, we've got uh, a nice, uh, I mean, a lot of U.S. listeners, but uh, um, nice uh, global presence. Yes, yes. And then our last one here that I'll, that I'll say from our list, uh, because then after that, it drops to less than 1%. So at 2.22%, uh, the last of the English-speaking countries here. What do you think Australia? It is? Yeah, it's Australia. So we have more listeners in Brazil and India and Germany than we do in Australia. So I don't know what that says <laughs> <laughs> on an English speaking podcast, you know, <laughs> uh, I, that's really cool uh, to, to see that there's a lot of people listen to it. Uh, this is another thing that I noticed because I've been told this before, but there's people who will actually listen to foreign podcasts like for them, right? Like English speaking podcasts. I think that makes uh, a lot of sense to, to like to like learn a little bit about the language and stuff. So, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. You learn a bit more about the language and you get other viewpoints on subjects. That's true. That's true, too. It's That's like true too. We, we have a very different cultural uh, connection to media than, say, someone in Germany. Although I will say on top of it, because we're so I, I feel so out of loop of the Pokemon community as a whole. I feel we're even more unique. <laughs> <laughs> I give my opinions with like no preconception of what people think of it almost most of the time. Well, so. that's what makes it valuable. Exactly. Exactly. Original thought. Uh, and with that, I, I think we're going to close up the show here. Thank you uh, so much, Matt, for being on. I think this is a solid recap of our year in 2021. Um, and I'm hoping that, yeah, our podcast is going to stay strong and, and we'll keep that regular schedule. So there, there should be one more show dropping in January. It will be on those, uh, orange islands, uh, anime episodes. We'll have to figure out which one specifically, how many we'll watch. Uh, and then after that, we're going to get right into those ultimate remakes. I like to call them the final remakes. Yeah. Uh, 
the ones where it's like i really doubt they'll ever make a remake of this again <laughs> after i mean you say uh, that but then let's go exists <laughs> but let's go remake of yellow not right <laughs> uh, okay you win this uh, time <laughs> but i 100 percent. as i say that like in a month they're gonna announce uh here's the switch remake of <laughs> uh uh fire red and leaf green um all possibilities Burning anyway red foliage <laughs> <Burning> green <laughs> greenhouse i don't know uh vegetation green. uh anyway with that thank you matt for bringing us so much thank you all for listening i hope you have a great one and we'll see you when we see ya see ya peace